ladies and gents, we're here with a monster-sized episode of Geetrasil. And it's, I say monster-sized for two reasons. One, my ego. Three reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Rin's ego, our topic today being Godzilla Minus One, and we have the biggest cast we've ever had. We have, of course, Rin, we've got Lee... And for the first time, Miranda's joining us. Hello, Woo! everyone. Uh, so, for those of you who uh, I don't know, ha- don't know, and 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 or haven't figured out yet, Miranda is is Lee's wife, um, <laughs> and she is one of our uh, one of our, our our cast members on on Geek Twenty. If you haven't checked that out, you definitely should. So, uh, let's. Uh, Introductions are out of the way. Let's let's get into this. So, what what did y'all think? I guess the most important question is: Have we all regained our hearing? <laughs> what? <laughs> Grab that low hanging fruit there. <laughs> well, I was spent half the movie with my ears covered, wishing I had brought earplugs. Yeah, that 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 may have been the loudest movie that I have ever attended. Yeah. So, if um. If, if if you didn't know, uh, it Godzilla minus one only showed in a, between one and two thousand theaters in the country, uh, so uh, we had to uh, leave our little nook of the world and scurry out into the wider realms to to, to find a showing, which led us to uh, a theater with near IMAX level speakers <laughs> and severely overpriced pop. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I didn't catch the price of the popcorn. So we bought a popcorn and a drink, and it was 20 bucks. Yeah, that's that sounds right. One, not one each, just, no, just we, one we were splitting. No, yeah. I know. That sounds about like movie prices these days. Yeah. <coughs> well, it had been a while since we've been to a movie, so... That's fair. <laughs> I, uh... I don't know, but... Yeah, it was uh, it was a good time, and I have to say, uh, everything about the movie was big, from the sounds to to the monster. <laughs> Which is also kind of funny because this is the smallest Godzilla has been depicted in a very very long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is true. He is, uh, I, I still, I think it is maybe a bit bigger than the one from the 50s, but, um, not by a lot. Height-wise, not by a lot. And overall build, definitely thicker. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he... He was a thick boy. I was just about to say that. <laughs> he chunk. <laughs> uh, <coughs> the... New meaning to, oh lord, he coming. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah. Uh, so this this was a reboot of uh, the uh, I don't it's not the Toho verse but it was a reboot of Godzilla from Toho. Uh, uh, it was entirely in Japanese. Um, so if you were hoping to eventually watch it in English, um, I don't know. I guess you could dub it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Throw out the script. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, chances are you'll be uh, you'll be you'll be reading subtitles if you want to check this one out. Um, it's and, worth it. Uh, yeah, uh, agreed. Um, I is it's got a a ninety seven last I looked percent score on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, which is a very impressive for any movie, <laughs> and b extremely impressive for a Godzilla movie. Um. And you know, I have I have been guilty before of saying that was a great Godzilla movie, a terrible movie, but a great Godzilla movie. Minus one is actually both. It's it's a good Godzilla movie and a good movie. One hundred percent. There there were uh, reports uh, and uh, social media posts. Uh, several different people saying that audience members in their theaters uh, applauded uh, when the credits rolled. And uh, I believe the director 
um, is even when he was uh, saying, you know, thank you to everyone for being so welcoming to their version of Godzilla. I think he even mentioned that he um, read social media posts and saw that people were saying that people were applauding during the credits. So, I mean, it looks like, if that's actually an accurate report that I read, it looks like words getting back to the director and Toho that this was a... That this was a hit. Yes, very much a success. I mean, it was enough of a success that last I heard they were extending its theatrical run. Some other theaters were picking it up and they were giving it like another week. Um, Good. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, you really should. Yeah. 100%. Uh, especially since it won't <coughs> hit streaming service until July, which is huh. incredibly long. <laughs> Uh, it's between, a little ways away, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's an abnormally long uh, period between the theatrical and the streaming release, uh, and I think it will only be Disney Plus. Um, that's that's <laughs> Disney of all. Yeah, that's that's what I read. Uh, you know, uh, all things are to you know, of course, subject to change, <laughs> but. Yeah, surely Amazon Prime would get in on that action, I would, I would hope. I, mean, I would expect so. so I think uh, Prime got uh, Shin Godzilla um, when it came out on streaming. Yeah. But Shin Godzilla came out before there was such a thing as Disney Prime. And I know Amazon's Disney got... Disney Prime? Disney Prime? Plus. Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I know Amazon's got a lot of money. But uh, are you from the future? <laughs> you know, unfortunately, suddenly I'm envisioning a Mickey Mouse Transformer, you know, yes. Disney Prime, and it's equal parts uh, intriguing and horrifying. I never want to think about it again. <laughs> so there's a video floating around that's like um, the evolution of Disney from present into uh, I forget exactly how many years it flashes forward. But a fascist empire completely controlled by Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I was like, well, what do you know? Um, but yeah, no, Disney, I, that's, what I, that's what I had read is that Disney Plus would be picking it up in July of 2024, which was kind of odd, but... Um, uh, I'm sorry, I'm late on the draw to this one, but... Oh boy, who's getting on person today? <laughs> you know. Uh, so, something that uh, I, I so I, I've, I've talked to several people since since I have seen the movie, and they were like, "Dude, it it's out in theaters." I I just heard about this movie last week, and. And like, what, like, first person said that, and I was like, "Oh well, I mean, you know, life happens." Second person was like, "That's an odd coincidence." And then the third person, I was like, "That's a pattern." <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait a minute, <laughs> like, like I've been excited about minus one for a long time. <laughs> Just putting this out there, I would never have encountered it at all. Had you not, like a month and a half ago, been like, yo, written, the state, Godzilla? Interesting. And I'm pretty sure that we, that me and Lee encountered it around the same time, because, like, you you sent me at least one of the trailers, like, the day it dropped. Yeah, and, and I'd been waiting for the trailer for a while, but to be honest, the only way that I heard about it was through um, a Godzilla Reddit board. Um, I just was happening to happening to be browsing it, and they were talking about a new Toho Godzilla, and then it's like, oh wow! And then did not know a thing about it until they started talking about the trailer dropping, and then no one else seemed to know that it was even a thing. Everyone was thinking, okay, you're talking about the the new Godzilla, the legendary Godzilla that's coming up next year, right? I'm like, no, no, we're talking about authentic Japanese Toho Godzilla is on its way and people are like well that's awesome hadn't didn't know yeah uh which which makes me kind of wonder if um which you know a thousand ish screens in all of the u.s foreign mo- like legitimately a foreign film i mean i guess maybe advertising wasn't huge it, it felt like it was it felt like it was pretty sufficient to me but that 
it's probably because all the algorithms have learned that it, I want to see mm-hmm. Godzilla things. <laughs> yeah, yeah that looks good. Uh, <laughs> I do not normally cross paths with kaiju, so I don't get those ads. I need you to Same. leave right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun, and y'all take it easy. Um, but, uh, so, there has been, uh, of course, that, like, like, Lee had mentioned earlier, it, it's it was a smash hit in Japan. It set like many box office records, um, and I believe it set box office records here for, for for a foreign film. And it's it's at the very least the foreign film of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing as how there's practically no 2023 left, it's unlikely that anything's going to unseat it, even if it could. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, so, and they also did all this on a very tiny budget too. I mean, all things really? considered, yeah. From what I understand, um, now I'm paraphrasing, and I may not be remembering <coughs> the figure right. I want to say what, it was like fourteen or fifteen million dollars was the budget for the movie, and you compare that to hundred million, two hundred million, you know, blockbusters over here. Legendary Godzilla certainly has you know many multiples of that that they go into each film. Um, I mean, this was a financial success, not just a critical success, because they got they turned a really good profit on this. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I want to say their opening weekend here was twelve between twelve and seventeen million. Yeah, like like they, yeah, no, I mean they, they they raked in the money on this. That's phenomenal. Yeah, and, and if it tells you anything, something like uh, oh, it may have been uh, Fandango or or one of the other uh, movie theater companies out there. Um, they had a post showing um, the the top uh, movies and which one did you see? And the top three, you know, it was Hunger Games, Godzilla, um, and then Renaissance, I think, um, which I'm not real familiar with it. But you go down into the comments and it's Godzilla, 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 Godzilla. Godzilla was awesome. And like nobody was talking Hunger Games. No one was talking Renaissance. There's <coughs> one or two scattered. Everyone seemed to be talking about Godzilla. So, I mean, it... It, it did some, I guess in all the best ways, it did some damage. Yeah. So. Made your geeky heart proud, didn't it? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was phenomenal. A, <laughs> just, just to see, because, and something that I was honestly afraid of was, like, I, I, I didn't want to see the Tokyo, like the Toho Godzilla, like, Renaissance get, just, just flop and be crushed never to be seen again mm-hmm. um that was something that i was concerned about and i'm so happy like i i would have been happy with it was just pretty all right it did pretty good like yeah mm-hmm. maybe we'll make another one someday but I, I i never like never could have envisioned it being the smash success that it has been i think uh <laughs> even shin godzilla was a success not nearly as much as as uh, minus one but i mean after uh godzilla final wars was I, I think some people said it was a flop. I mean, it was a fun movie, but it just did not land. And not then there was a huge hiatus, and then Shin Godzilla comes out, and a lot of people liked it. It was a pretty good success, but then Minus One is just making everything, putting everything to shame, except maybe the original. And even that, some people are arguing that it's better than the original. Shin, you don't give Shin enough credit. It was oh. really, really good. Oh, but yes, uh, minus one is better. Oh, oh, love. I am, I am a huge Shin Godzilla fan. I'm just talking about what everyone else, the other consensus. Oh. It's Shin Godzilla's in my my top three. I will, I am not the body horror bitch, oh. so I will literally never watch Shin Godzilla. <laughs> Look, no shame for me on that. Fair. So, I will say. That you are absolutely correct. Where uh, Final Wars was one of those Godzilla Godzilla movies. I was like, that was a great Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. That was a terrible movie, but it was a great Godzilla movie. <laughs> uh, Shin Godzilla uh, had the benefit of coming out kind of in like a um, a void, like a Godzilla void. There really hadn't been anything uh, for a hot minute. But I, regardless. Uh, I, I feel like that, that Shin Godzilla is one of the absolute best modern Godzilla movies. Um, there being so much competition from the MonsterVerse version of Godzilla, I, I was a little bit worried that um, you know that would 
overshadow or, or you know, people would be like, oh, you know, it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take part in this reboot or whatever, this un, un, unassociated thing. And and I did eventually stumble across a social media post or two that was like basically expressing discontentment because it wasn't anything like the MonsterVerse movies. <laughs> And of course, I blocked that person. <laughs> but but isn't that one of the one of the really good things about the series in general? I mean, it's kind of like you've you've got say different versions of Spider Man, okay? Um, and this is a less extreme example, but you've got the Tom Holland Spider Man, the Andrew Garfield Spider Man, you've got the Tobey Maguire Spider Man. People either like them all. Like one or two. Or they fight each other about which one's better. Or they fight each other over which one's better. But all of them are valid, all of them are good, and there's a place for fans of all of them. But then you get the Godzilla series, and it goes from really, really campy, cringy, hokey Godzilla's flying in the air um, and using his thermonuclear breath as jet propulsion <laughs> back in the 70s. Or dr- literally, okay. literally drop kicking. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Literally drop kicking an opponent that Jet Jaguar is holding, so he can come in and do a flying drop kick. It's it Godzilla weird. with a chair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then you've got the really Power super Rangers serious. Godzilla. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but then you've got the real serious stuff. And uh, Miranda and I were talking about that on the way over here. Um, that. You know, it, it's good. People can like both. People can like the super serious stuff, like the original and mm-hmm. Shin Godzilla and Godzilla minus uh, minus uh, minus one. That's what I prefer. Yeah, and that's I think one of the reasons why uh, minus one resonated with you is you prefer the the real serious ones, right? Mm-hmm. Not a big fan of the. No, uh, if you want me to one. watch another one of the campy ones, you'll have to bribe me. I recommend alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> but yet no. you still consider yourself a Godzilla fan yes. because of the serious ones. Yes. Yeah. If I'm going to watch Son of Godzilla, I'm going to need alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> this coming from somebody who doesn't drink. <laughs> like, before, during, and after alcohol. <laughs> Wait, what? (laughs) I need alcohol to agree to it, I need alcohol to go through with it, and I need alcohol to forget. Wait, wait, wait. Which one? Son of Godzilla or Godzilla's Revenge? That has the Son of Godzilla in it, but it's far worse. The, uh... I think, I think it's... I think it is Godzilla's Revenge that I'm thinking of. Did the did the son of Godzilla speak? Yeah. Okay, that was Godzilla's Revenge, and yeah. the English dub was I don't even I've never seen the Japanese, um, the original version, but the English dub was horrible. Like literally, Godzilla's son sounds like this. Oh, my dad's strong underwater. I mean, he literally has that kind of voice, and it's yeah. so painful. It's intolerable. <laughs> yeah, I have seen the Japanese version. It's not. It's better, but not by like. A lot. <laughs> well, I mean, the whole plot is a is a child's fever dream, yeah, practically. It really so. is. I mean, like literally. Yeah, and I don't know. It's 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 rough. <laughs> um, <coughs> but so when I leave here, I'm gonna take a trip to the liquor store. What y'all want? <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, Pineapple, coconut rum. Okay. <laughs> Spice. Uh, but no, and that is, um, and that is something, like, if you're going to check out Minus One, please go into it expecting a serious movie and expecting a throwback to, uh, honestly, the glory days of Godzilla in, like, the 50s and, like, you know, early 60s, like, the first, the first few Godzilla movies. Um, it is... Uh, the the monster design is very reminiscent of past uh, Godzilla designs. It's not, uh, it is CG. It's not a dude in a suit, um, but uh, they. I can be forgiven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and yet, even with their lower budget, it still rivals the legendary Godzilla CG. Yeah, like it's uh, especially like like there are some moments in like some of the the monster vs godzilla movies where like the special effects are just phenomenal and will give you chills and then there's some where you're just like did did you finish this scene it, hmm. did 
did like did a did a high school East student <laughs> do this like? I'm gonna go for the low hanging fruit here. It's when it comes to the budget, it's less about the size of it and more about how you use it. That's true. That's true. That 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 is that is true. Okay. Rings the power. <coughs> what? <laughs> uh, I um. That's actually reminding me uncomfortably over the marketing campaign for the I think the 1998 American. They want to call it a Godzilla film. It it, it ain't a Godzilla film. Uh, the <laughs> it's Matthew a kaiju Broderick film. But the, oh, it. Yeah, yeah. Because literally, I remember as a kid, literally their whole campaign was size does matter. And it, like, <laughs> for one thing, that that was uncomfortable Maybe. and cringe anyway. But two, the American version of Godzilla back then was tiny, not real powerful. And I'm just like, you're saying size does matter. So basically, you're saying. Your Godzilla is inferior. <laughs> right off the bat, they're admitting inadvertently that their Godzilla is inferior. Yeah. I will I will forever I will forever defend the idea that the 90, 90s Godzilla American Godzilla movie was a pretty alright kaiju movie. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. a terrible Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. Um and in fact, so we mentioned Final Wars earlier. Uh, you actually get oh to see gosh. the American Godzilla next to proper Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, no, proper Godzilla is bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ren, have you ever seen Final Wars? I have not. Okay, it, it is worth watching. Basically, they've got this extended scene where uh, Godzilla is tearing through multiple different monsters in rapid succession in different locations. It's almost a montage as Godzilla's getting to the uh, final area he needs to be for the plot. And he just trounces the American Godzilla one. Just completely destroys it. Just tail whips him, breathes fire at him, it's gone. Not even a second thought. Yeah, Yeah. not even a second thought. They they paid for the rights to the American Godzilla monster so they could put it in their movie. They shortened his name to just Zilla. And then put in a line where they called it a pathetic monster or uh, I, a crappy think, lizard or something like that. I, I think the the alien that was in control of the, the the side monsters was something like I knew that tuna eating monster would be no good. Oh yeah, or something. But it was definitely throwing shade at the, the <laughs> yeah. American version. Yeah. That's it was awesome. it was a wonderful moment in cinema history. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, in my territory now. <laughs> But uh, was that a mosquito? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So if if you um, if you weren't one of the people who I guess were in the kaiju circles and and saw the um, uh, you know previews for uh, Godzilla minus one, you might not be aware of the fact that it is not set in modern day. It is. Um, set uh, in the 40s uh, during the at like very very end of World War II and then um, the time immediately following uh, and um, if if you uh, are a fan of the human aspect of kaiju movies uh, there is a lot for you in this movie I was waiting for the opportunity go ahead no, right. no you go ahead I was just going to say, now granted, I'm a sensitive bitch. I was I was actually crying for fully a fourth of the movie. The human element is very present, and it's great. Of all the uh, Godzilla movies that I've seen, it's probably my favorite as far as the human element goes, yes. It does it the best. It, in a lot of ways, it it feels like a like a war movie um, in terms of tone with the human element, the gravitas, the gravitas, and the the depth of the characters. Uh, I mean, I get that it's it's most of the it's post war, but it still has an almost Spielberg esque you know war movie tone, mm-hmm. and that that post war post war trauma and melancholy. And the, the tragedy of warfare. The tragedy of warfare, yes, mm-hmm. and the the human wreckage basically that that leaves. That I, I actually it know, makes it, you care. It's actually yeah. impactful. The characters, their lives, what they go through, is actually mm-hmm. impactful and not uh, glossed over. 
And for what it's worth, I was tearing up repeatedly too. I mean, it, there were a couple times that I was I had to look away from the screen because I was <coughs> starting to cry because it was just. I'm an ice queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I didn't cry either. There was, it was, there, there, there was no moment of friendship. So I was in. <laughs> <laughs> there was too. No spoilers, but that's false. No, it's not. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and also without spoilers, you know, one thing that I was really happy with was that the resolution of the main character's um, arc um, of the trauma the main character went through, the um, stuff he was dealing with internally, fighting his demons, the resolution to me felt earned. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel just slapped on the ending and let's call that an arc. You know, it felt like an actual legitimate uh, character arc that was the just... character development actually happened. Yes. Yeah. There was material progression. Yeah. The, uh... And... Once again, no... No... With, with as little spoiling as possible, uh, they, they avoided the trope of, um, like... If there was a set, like if somebody, all the sacrifices were honored. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, I'll just I'll just put it like that. There was um, there was. Uh, I think that's a good way to say that. There was no. Um, well, I'm, I can't say anything else without I'm like waving my hand at the microphone like somehow. <laughs> Jedi <laughs> <Tonight>. mind trick. <laughs> These are not the spoilers you're looking for. That's right. Uh, <coughs> yeah, all the all the sacrifices were honored. Um, the uh, with with there being so much human element, um, there is not as much just pure kaiju carnage as there is in most of the MonsterVerse films. Uh, so you know, Godzilla, Godzilla gets a few good rampages. Um, he gets to he, he gets to meet out some some uh, some really dope destruction. Uh, his breath weapon in this movie that has to be the coolest design that that they've ever given his breath weapon uh with the I have seen a few instances of his breath weapon I wholeheartedly agree yeah the only thing that comes close is um the king of the monsters moment when he goes he goes like thermonuclear and like like he like he like his breath weapon is red mm -hmm. um and that's that's partially because you can like the having a different color like that just that makes it feel more special but like you, if you look you can see mothra's wings mm -hmm. in the radiation field and uh so like that that was cool but i still think this might be the coolest thing they've ever done with the breath weapon I, i'm gonna partially agree now, mind you, I'm a huge fan of what they did with the with the breath weapon in this one. Huge fan. Um, I am a Shin Godzilla fanboy, so the breath attack in that mm -hmm. was um, hurt your soul when you watch the movie and you hear the music playing. This was equal to that. I, I find them both basically on equal levels. Um, that being said, uh, whereas Shin Godzilla was showing the uh, carnage on a large scale. The breath weapon in um, minus one was so much more personal. I mean, mm. you're seeing your the characters that you're attached to um, fighting to survive this this breath attack, and without going into spoilers, I mean it's it's intense. And you know, I don't know about y'all, but I was sitting there almost feeling uh, sick because it's like I really like these different characters. I don't want to see them get hurt, um, and I was feeling sick for them because of mm -hmm. how much, how much emphasis they showed on the the micro in in terms of the personal when that that breath attack hit. Because then it's just like, I mean, it, it just makes it more real, I guess, for lack of a, a better With way of putting it. The debris that was around them in, oh, yes. in that moment, mm -hmm. it, it made it feel more. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, and. It to me it felt like it was it's more I don't I have never 
I, I, I won't say never. I have very rarely felt as impacted by an explosion as I did by by those. Mm-hmm. And partially because a lot of the times when you know Godzilla is shooting out his breath weapon, it seems like the breath weapon just causes several smaller explosions or whatever, and it cuts through stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely destroys infrastructure. Yeah, this was <clears throat> this was a true explosion, and I feel like they dug in and got like all the details right, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, and it's just, I won't call Minus One a, a horror movie, but it captures those those moments of terror and, like, helplessness in the face of true overwhelming power uh, very well. It was a true kaiju movie. Yes. Did, did y'all notice that um, in the aftermath of that initial uh, breath attack, that Godzilla did not get out unscathed either. Oh yeah, I know. Like when when Godzilla's roaring right after that, and you've got that wonderful shot again. Try not to spoil anything, but there's a beautiful post breath attack shot, and Godzilla's screaming. And um, if you look carefully, you see like little singeing burn stuff that's actively burning on his face. And but Godzilla has injured itself. Yeah, it, yes. it, it bakes him from the inside out when he does that. I thought that was a good choice of writing. I thought that was really, really well done. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice that, but that's <clears throat> awesome. Yeah. The um, and I, so I, I'm I'm going to talk I'm going to talk about this because they they did show this in the trailers. So. Um, I, I don't feel that uh, that this is necessarily a spoiler. So, <clears throat> the way that his spikes, like his, the primary dorsal fin spikes, push out when oh, he's yeah. charging the breath weapon. Um, you know, when I saw the trailer, it was like, that's really cool. That's a, that's a really cool effect. They... I, I don't know if they showed this in the trailer, but they pop back in mm-hmm. when he shoots. The breath weapon, they use the movement of, of the and the thud of them popping back in to such a great effect in several different ways throughout the movie. They got really creative with a lot of a lot of the the visuals and, and everything in this movie. I will say, I mean, visually it was cool, but I will say that it was a little, it felt a little odd to me, almost mechanical. But I still think it, you know, fit pretty well overall with the movie. It, mm. it just struck me as. Very slightly odd, but that didn't last very long. Agreed, and I will say, had this not been a fresh reboot, I would have been like, that's fucking Mechagodzilla in (laughs) in a mask. (laughs) Um, It did feel just a touch mechanical, uh, and I don't really know... Like, they didn't get into the anatomy of how, like, that's supposed to work. uh, Or, you know, what that actually does or anything. Uh, But also, I think that might be a little bit of the magic of the movie is they hand-waved all the right things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, the MonsterVerse suffers, in my mind, from being too overly, like, Over-explain. sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, they're like, oh, this thing's cool. Here's, like, all the exposition of how this works. And I'm like, that's not how physics works. <laughs> like, five-year-olds know that's not how that works. Oh no. Get get your get your get your bullshit out of here. Like the uh like my biggest complaint from Godzilla versus Kong has to be like the random uh dimensional vortex shift of going into hollow earth. I'm like, guys, it's just a cave. <laughs> like, it's not a parallel dimension. <laughs> that is literally all I remember about the movie at this point. <laughs> yeah. Like how how are things supposed to have crawled their way up through this without wings? Mm-hmm. Like y'all have to have special flying cars. Kong's just falling. If mm-hmm. he could grab onto something and climb down, he would have. He's not even <laughs> slowing down. He's just falling. <laughs> like how how that how's that supposed to work? But anyway, <laughs> what um, you've never fallen down an interdimensional rift? Uh, no rabbit holes around here, Alice. <laughs> Well, I mean, if we're talking about I like know the we physics, have fairy rings. I mean, yeah. let, let's not ignore the fact that in Godzilla uh, versus Kong, 
you had a huge size shift with Godzilla in some shots being right next to an aircraft carrier, carrier being much larger than an aircraft carrier or a battleship. And then all of a sudden he's small enough to fight Kong on top of an aircraft carrier. You know, there's a weird, I think the, the directors have even commented on that, that that was just yeah. something they, they thought a shot looked cool. And so there's a little inconsistency with the, the sizing of, mm-hmm. uh, of Godzilla specifically. Yeah, and that, it like, the, the scene where, where, he, where Godzilla and Kong are kind of fighting on the barge, um, you know, if Godzilla's bigger than the aircraft carrier, he should dwarf that barge. Mm-hmm. You know, forget fighting Kong, he should have just been able to reach up and grab it and pull the whole thing under. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Kraken style. Yeah, like, like, if he really, like, just... Boop! Just spin it. <laughs> uh, like a bath toy. Yeah, basically. Uh, but, you know, um, I... I don't know. the. So, so in, in a way, I'm glad that they didn't try to, like, get into Godzilla's anatomy and be like, oh, Zach's is a you know, nuclear rod or whatever, and so on. So, A, it was the 40s. They didn't have that mm-hmm. technology to explain it. So, I mean, the the whole thing, there's just a whole lot less sci-fi nonsense than there is in the newer stuff. Or in the um, MonsterVerse. Go ahead. What did y'all think about the naval aspect, the naval battles? I mean, like, we, go, we jump from Godzilla versus Kong... Um, and it being real hokey and the aircraft carrier size different stuff like that. But then you've got, uh, Godzilla minus one, which is, has an unusual amount of like naval, um, battles with Godzilla. What did y'all think about that? I thought it was appropriate considering Godzilla is primarily of the sea, of the sea. Like he is for all intents and purposes, a sea dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, like I said, this is a, it's, it's a reboot, but they, they go back to the old roots, uh, as far as Godzilla's origin, they play off his, his old original origin quite a bit. And so like the being so much in the ocean makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. There was a couple times where I was like, I felt like maybe he was shown as being significantly faster in a, in a couple of scenes versus other scenes. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe he was playing with them when he was slower. Like that's possible. Cat and mouse. He he definitely did have kind of a a cat like um, uh, in the same way that a cat has a playful predator you know look in their eyes sometimes. Mm-hmm. He he kind of had that from time to time. Yeah. He, he would look vicious. I mean, like genuinely vicious, malicious. And fully intentional on the carnage he was causing. Yeah, and now now that you go ahead. Sorry, with a smaller boat. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Now now that you mention it, Miranda, the um, his posture, like so when he was smaller boat, mm-hmm. um, you know he was pretty content to just kind of you know mm-hmm. behind behind until he was actually threatened. Mm-hmm. And then his whole posture changed, and then he loses his shit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, that kind of does make sense, actually. Um, the... I mean, Going I, from, aw, it thinks it's people, <laughs> to, oh, you want a what? <laughs> yeah, basically. Basically. Uh, the, the only thing that I can really say that kind of, like... I would have liked to have seen a little bit different. Um, you know, it did, the the model didn't have a whole lot of movement out of its arms. Mm-hmm. Like it kept them tucked in, uh, kind of T Rex style. Um, I mean, they were big enough to obviously do something, but he didn't. Which also, I mean, I guess maybe kind of makes sense if he is a you know primarily sea dwelling thing uh, and uses his back legs and tail for most shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um, it was just kind of odd to see him carry his arms around tucked in and not really do a whole lot with them. For, like, there were some scenes where he did, but like for the most part, didn't really do much with them. I mean, if my tail and my bite 
and my radioactive breath weapon were my most powerful assets, I would depend less on my weaker assets, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it it 100% makes sense. Um, the, uh, and I think, I think that is, um, like, if you go back and watch, like, the, like, the original movie, like, the original few movies, excuse me, it didn't do too much, I mean, it was a dude in a suit, but he didn't mm-hmm. do too much with his arms, um, that changed as we got on into, like, the 70s, and he started drop-kicking people, <laughs> and there were suplexes, and that needed to happen. <laughs> have, have you seen any of that, Ren? Because I know Miranda's seen it. You have I've made her watch it. But, a lot of this. So you've Without not seen any of that. anesthetic of alcohol. <laughs> uh, you, you made her set through Jet Jaguar. Bless yes, you, I my did. Jet <laughs> Jaguar. Man. Did so not to because we've done it. We've done a general Godzilla uh, episode before. No, not to stray too far from minus one. But um, have you you you've seen Singular Point, right? Yes. I, to be honest, I have trouble remembering all the details. We're actually talking about the rewatching anime? it. Yeah. Um, oh, I loved it. Well, you said you loved the three movie the one. one. Yeah, that was different than Singular Point. Oh, okay. Um, Singular Point, I don't, I think we tried watching it, but mm. I think we had stuff going on in real life. It. Whatever so, the one that we watched that took part in like three, it took place in three parts. Yeah, really yeah, that was the other it. one. There's, uh, there's so little Godzilla in Singular Point. <laughs> uh, mm. um, but it does have Jet Jaguar, albeit a very different mm-hmm. take on Jet Jaguar. Um, I was originally really just ticked off. I was like, that's not Jet Jaguar. You get that shit out of here. It grew on me, though. But still should have been giant. <laughs> just so you know, you have expended all of your freebies when it comes to kaiju <coughs> movies and making me watch them without a bribe. Mm-hmm. From now on, unless it's something like Shin or Minus One, you kind of have to pay up if you want me to sit there and watch it with you. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, go ahead. And I am. Uh, I just passed my phone over to Ren, so Ren could see the glory of um, Godzilla flying drop kick and yes. uh, flying through the air with uh, jet propulsion assist from its thermonuclear breath. Yeah. No anesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Godzilla movies get hokey. They they really do. Yeah. They really do. What, what was you... that Kong that's like here deep throat this tree? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, and that was only like the third movie. That was uh, King Kong versus Godzilla. And yeah. What is the rating on this podcast? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's generally for adults. <laughs> okay. Oh no. Uh, so. Uh, up, do you, did you catch what rating minus one had? Is it PT thirteen? I I did not Excuse catch it. Go? I'm not sure. Uh, I don't think I, it should be more than PT thirteen. Yeah, I don't. I don't really think it should really be R rated. Uh, like I said, it it does it does very well capture like the terror of the of all the right moments, but it's not like a horror movie that, that's actually um, a really good point because it could easily have been pg-13 if, it, if it's not but come to think of it now that you say it it's like they were able to convey the horror and convey the terror and convey the the trauma of, of it all without resorting to extreme gore mm-hmm. or lots of language or other stuff i think that's a testament to just how well directed and written the movie is yeah it is pg-13 okay i mean there's no there would be no reason for it to be rated R. Um, the um, there's like, I mean, dependent. I guess there's smoking and alcohol consumption, but outside of outside of that, I don't. I can't imagine what they could have even gotten it for. But mm-hmm. um, uh, then again, I I don't. Maybe just how serious the tone of the movie. Yeah, was. I don't. Know, but anyway. Um, there's not much in the way of. I mean, it's very violent, obviously, but there's not really in the way of gore. No. There's not any nudity. Sorry, no. monster fuckers. And there's. I'll have you know, Godzilla is completely naked. <laughs> That's true. From the, his chinny chin chin down to his toes. I'm actually leaving this. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're talking full frontal lizard nudity. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, I have nothing to hide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his breath weapon's overcompensating. <laughs> How quickly we got real awkward in here. <clears throat> and 12. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Uh, so, um, we talked a little bit earlier about it being such a commercial success. Um, oh, and... Fuck, yes. they don't say the fuck oh. word a bunch. No, um, I, you know, I have, I have kind of gotten, like, desensitized to reading curse words while listening to, to, to foreign language at this point, uh, so I, I might just not have noticed. I really don't remember reading very much profanity either. <laughs> they say damn it and shit a couple of times. Yeah, but I like... Not, like, overtly. Like, uh, not, I mean, not overly. Um, like... No, not overly. Like, if you can make it through an episode of Naruto, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly. I mean, Japanese Naruto, not not, not the dub. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. Um, there really wasn't much filler. I mean, a lot of times no. you have uh, um, uh, curse words being used basically as filler... In, in writing, and they didn't need it. No. Uh, they conveyed everything that they wanted. I actually heard one thing um, someone complained about was, well, the movie probably could have been, you know, maybe 10, 15 minutes shorter. I disagree with that take, but that was their opinion. And they said it could be 10 to 15 minutes shorter, but where would you even cut it? Because it's just all the scenes work so well and build off the scenes that come before it. It's just a very well put together movie. Seems like a petty complaint, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, this person, no. no. They're wrong. It sets right at two hours, which is pretty standard for anything with any sort of story to tell these days. Mm-hmm. Modern feature length is two hours-ish. Yeah, so like, I mean, it was, uh, <coughs> I thought the length was perfectly fine. And... <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, you know, I she didn't catch that until. <laughs> what what that breath weapon do though? Uh, <laughs> um, oh, show me. <laughs> uh, I've learned something new about you. <laughs> there you go, monster fuckers. <laughs> so the we didn't forget you. Like like Lee was saying, there's really not. Any any useless useless scenes. There's really not anything that I that I like. You could have cut that out. Mm-hmm. Um, King of the Monsters. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm sorry to anybody who enjoyed it. The the entirety of Millie Bobby Brown's storyline from the MonsterVerse from King of the Monsters could have been taken out. No one would have noticed. It wouldn't have changed the movie at all. Am I the only one that liked King of the Monsters? I love because King... I actually really, really enjoyed it. I loved the movie. I don't remember. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Not King of the Monsters. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Okay, well, that's uh, Her whole storyline from Godzilla vs. Kong could have been taken out and wouldn't change the movie. She actually had, like... Well, there was actually, like, a reasonably decent storyline with her and her mom in King of the Monsters. Mm-hmm. But, like, her whole thing in, in Godzilla vs. Kong, had you taken all that out... Um, would have been the same 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 movie mm-hmm. uh and for anybody who's like oh they had to sabotage the computer so mechagodzilla would screw up anybody could have poured coffee on it <laughs> it would have been just as great for like god for for mechagodzilla to a body slam godzilla and cause enough of a vibration to knock somebody's coffee off onto <laughs> the computer like literally <laughs> um. uh there was none of that. There was absolutely none of that in minus one. It was. There's nothing that that wasn't used. There wasn't even any. I don't think there was any humor even in the movie. Was there? I mean, was there really any? There there was some a little bit levity, but not like jokes and humor. It was more like mm-hmm. wholesome scenes and people trying to build each other up and survive the post-war period. Oh, but and all nothing... that. There's really, really wholesome, like, just, 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 just golden heart, like, really wholesome scenes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah, uh... There were some, there were some, there were a couple of funny moments, but 
they were isolated moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there wasn't a single, there wasn't a character whose job it was to be funny. Um, the uh, uh, there was there was a couple of scenes that was just like, well, I guess this is my life now. That that were presented in kind of like, well, that's kind of a funny situation. <laughs> it was kind of like a funny take on the situation. But, uh... Well, it was, that happened. Yeah. It was humor masking resignation. Yeah, basically. And, I mean... And this, honestly, like, there's there's several places where the tone is so serious that I feel like a lot of directors would have felt a very strong temptation to have wanted to, like, input, like, uh-huh. a, a, a comedic relief. Uh, That's called bathos. And it's not inherently bad, but don't fucking do it here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad that either this director didn't have that temptation or resisted mm-hmm. that temptation. Um. Which, speaking of the dark uh, stuff to it, uh, again, I know we're trying to avoid anything too spoilery. What did y'all think of the ending, um, both in terms of the human story of the ending but also in terms of the the last uh, shot of a movie. I didn't catch the thing that you were talking about when we were talking about it off air. Mm-hmm. So I took the scene at face value and I very much enjoyed it. Uh, I'll have to ask a question in a, the most non-spoiler way I can. Did the last scene take place in the hospital? In a hospital? Yes. For okay. the humans, yes. Okay, yes. Um, so, the... The big reveal for the final battle um, was... It was a very satisfying way of wrapping it up. It was... I mean, it was telegraphed, but, mm. but like it was done in a very satisfying way. The very, very end, if that's what you're talking about, and which I think is what what you're talking about, um, I think that um, it was. I think it was largely symbolic, um, because like like their way of showing us what the that fate was going to eventually be, mm. but kind of framing it as this is the lasting curse of. Um, so I nope, I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's mm-hmm. kind of how I took it. Mm-hmm. Now, the uh... oh, sorry, no, I know what you're talking. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> big light bulb moment. <laughs> um, uh, you know, all all good Godzilla movies are open ended. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and with the commercial success that Minus One has enjoyed, there there is already talk of they might at some they might you know the director said he's open to a sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, I mean Toho just made a boatload of money comparatively speaking. Yeah. Uh, so I imagine they're open to a sequel. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I I very much look forward. You know, ordinarily, I would say cautiously optimistic uh, because I'm very confident in Hollywood's ability to screw up anything that I love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but this isn't Hollywood. <laughs> this is Toho. <laughs> this isn't Hollywood. This is the Japanese film industry. Yeah. Which, um, uh, I think... Uh, <laughs> Lee is making some... Interesting faces. Well, it's just uh, it's it's the modern uh, Japanese film industry because I can't help but to think that it took three movies, okay, of the original three, the first three Godzilla movies to go from the original Gojira, uh, really dark, you know, um, uh, allegory to the horrors of uh, nuclear weapons. And then the one after it was, okay, it was uh, uh, Godzilla Raids Again, Godzilla Fighting, Anguirus. Um, pretty good kaiju film, uh, not as dark as the first one. But then, by the third movie, we've already jumped to King Kong versus Godzilla. And as you have pointed out, King Kong making Godzilla deep throat a tree. So, I'm, I'm still <laughs> cautiously optimistic, especially with this director. 
but with the past being the past, I mean, they, they've also, they, they jumped a completely different tone in just the span of three movies. Yeah, they, they did. I'm, it was, it was the fifties. It was, I'm, I'm going to blame it on, on the country figuring out who they were post-war. <laughs> I mean, yeah. honestly. Uh, but, I mean, if you look at the broader aspect of Japanese media to this day, it's still a very, very strange place uh, in compared to mainstream America. Uh, so there is always the possibility that the next one could just be um, super That is not walk. what I'm laughing at. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, but I will go ahead and say I'm enthusiastically optimistic about mm-hmm. a potential sequel. Um, and, uh, I give, I give Godzilla minus one, two thumbs way, way up. Agreed. Um. I would like to point out that the name of the movie is Godzilla minus one. Mm-hmm. And that the events of Godzilla minus one take place prior to the rest of Godzilla. Mm-hmm. The sequel was already made 50, 60 years ago. That is almost true. I, I, I do believe this is supposed to be a true reboot. A true reboot? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because canonically with the original Gojira, um, Gojira had not yet attacked mainland Japan. It was still confined to Odo Island um, okay. in the original. So... Um, and minus one, it had already left Odo Island and attacked, um, Japan directly. But that being said, there was kind of an interesting teaser from Toho to where they showed, um, I, I think it was officially Toho that, that released it, showing the latest Godzilla movie, which at that time was Shin Godzilla, and then it doing a negative countdown mm-hmm. through all the movies, landing on the original Gojira as I think being zero and then it ticked one more, more over to be minus one which was really really cool to basically kind of say it's sort of a prequel but not canonically a prequel yeah. but spiritually definitely yes okay. spiritually gotcha. yes um and and that and I'm glad and I'm glad I'm glad that all that came up because uh Nowhere in the movie does it explain the title minus one. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> not, not at one all. time. Uh, it's the the outside of that, like the title. Just by watching the movie, the title is completely con- like out of context. Um, so I'm I'm glad that got brought up. Well, and I've also heard that one of the other reasons for it is because uh, post war uh, Japan was at zero. Uh, Japan was knocked down to zero. Um, and then as they're trying to recover, then all of a sudden this basic god of destruction shows up and knocks them one peg lower than zero. Yeah. So I And I will say as somebody who is not the kaiju bitch, that like they I I do know enough about the original Godzilla film to know that Godzilla awoke basically in response to US nuclear testing near Bikini Atoll. Mm-hmm. And this Godzilla awoke and was on the warpath prior to that. Like, the Bikini Atoll testing happened during the events of the movie. It's... it's in, Yes, but it's... Um, that, was, that was addressed somewhat in the movie um, as to... He was, he was a thing prior to the testing... The testing is what made him what he is. Like, um, without too many spoilers, so... That, like... Godzilla was already a creature <coughs> in, like, traditional origin, and in this movie, Godzilla was already a creature. The nuclear test made him a monster. Right. Like... I'm trying to I'm trying to piece it together in my mind because again I'm of the four of us I'm by far the least familiar with the Godzilla continuity. So it's a common misconception that Godzilla was a response to Hiroshima and Nagasaki. 
this Godzilla does seem to be, just from the perspective of somebody who is less familiar. Like? That, like, it was Hiroshima and Nagasaki that woke him up. That bit's unclear. Okay. Um, I believe in the, I believe in the early part of the movie, um, that, um, basically the people on the island, like the locals from that island, had like, um, like he was like a campfire story, and like, like kind of like an urban legend for the islanders, and they had like passed that on to the soldier station on the island. Okay, um, I see. And so they were like, oh, this is just an urban legend from the island, but for the, the islanders knew, um, but... You know, um, I feel like Miranda's holding on to something. Yes, I am. And I'm, I've been trying to figure out if I could say this or not. But first I have to ask, do you edit this or is this live? I, I do edit it, yes. Okay. So I have a theory on the title. And this may be obvious to everyone else or it may be dumb. I don't really know. But it's minus one, mm -hmm. right? What if this was just the first phase of Godzilla? Like, mm -hmm. what if this was just his first form? Or if there's another of him, I guess. Possibly. So, I mean, in the original, like, so in the original 1950s movie, Godzilla actually dies. Mm -hmm. um, the Godzilla moving forward and, and all the subsequent movies is a different Godzilla. Um, so there is um, a precedent for there being more than one um, The uh, in, in, in the realm of Toho. Um, and... I mean that's, I mean that's as solid a that's as solid an idea as any. Well, and there the last shot of the movie definitely showed, um, the the last shot of the movie definitely showed an implication that, and I'm not talking about the hospital scene. I'm talking about in the water, mm -hmm. showed something that was very much a oh they left this open to get worse. Yeah. <laughs> for for Japan in yeah. short order. I'm just. Okay, I'm just wondering, like, I know that, hmm, I know that in Toho you, you always have a new Godzilla. I'm just wondering if there are more than one in, in the context of that movie. Like, at that moment, there's more than one. Maybe. Um, we're just not seeing them. Maybe they're not as developed. I don't know. Or the other, where he's got multiple phases, which I guess that's what you're leading into. Yeah, but it, I mean, it could go either way, because as Billy said, I mean, the original Godzilla did die at the end of it, and um, all the subsequent movies are a second Godzilla movie. And, and I know, Ren, you said that you aren't as familiar with the Godzilla series, um, because like you've got like three different eras of, um, well, actually four now, d different eras of Godzilla films. And um, the earliest era um, had kind of a shared continuity, but then there was a reboot um, in uh, Return of Godzilla in 1984 and 1985, yeah. and that ignored everything that came before it except the original one. And then that moved forward with its own continuity. And then uh, the Millennium Era happened, which did the same thing. Basically ignored everything that came before it except for the original, and then moved forward uh, with it. Well, I mean, I pretty distinctly remember, like, late 90s, early 2000s, mm -hmm. the uh, Godzilla cartoon that was on Fox Kids mm -hmm. that begins Which... with Godzilla hatching from an egg. Okay, so was that the cartoon That was the sequel? one based on the 90s movie. Okay, because there were two Godzilla cartoons that I'm thinking of. Uh, oh, okay. One was in the 70s, it was Hanna-Barbera, and not, it was... Not the, no, not, definitely not, not. Not the one with Gadzuki. Oh, Godzuki. <laughs> Another painful iteration. <laughs> uh, but, uh, that kind of torture does not sound like my love language. <laughs> uh, but no, the... Um, uh, it would... Um, I mean, most... So Godzilla is obviously has, has always been pitched as sort of a mutated species of some kind. Um, it's very unlikely that, you know... Uh, if if Godzilla was a creature that you know there weren't more at least sort of like him running around, mm -hmm. um, you know if he was mutated, others could be mutated, and honestly that would be kind of a really cool uh, almost switcheroo reveal uh, to go through the movie thinking there's just one Godzilla and then suddenly oh 
shit, those were different Godzillas, and there's, mm-hmm. you know, multiples. No. Um, that would actually be really cool. Um, and they kind of did that with the, the Netflix um, God Planet Godzilla uh, mm-hmm. a little bit, um, but... Uh, not not as much of a switcheroo, just more of a ah, I got you, bitch moment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. That was pretty pretty yeah. good in the first yeah. first one. Yeah. Uh, I really I really liked the first one. I didn't care for the others, mm. but 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 the first one was like, yeah yeah, I'm on board with this. <sighs> but anyway, uh, so Godzilla minus one. If you get the chance, uh, we recommend you check it out. Um, and if you review bomb it on Rotten Tomatoes, so help me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, looking for you. And throw rotten tomatoes at something. That's right. <laughs> well, uh, uh, you are know. not going to enjoy it. Whatever we throw rotten tomatoes at. <laughs> That's right. But anyway, um, we appreciate you guys for tuning in um, for our our monster sized uh, our monster sized Godzilla episode. Um, be sure to check out Geek Twenty. Um, and of course, Rain Spectre Crafts. Um, there's links somewhere in the description, most likely. And at some point, I'll have my business up, Sleepy Doom Biscuit. But yes. Woo! Hey! <laughs> uh, also, um, uh, looks like we will be uh, Geek uh, Geek Yourself slash Geek Twenty will be at White River FanCon um, in Batesville, Arkansas, coming this spring. Uh, so be on the lookout for that and further updates. Um, other than that, um, it's been great. Uh, thank you all for joining. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, peace. Bye. Oh, no. There goes Tokyo. Go, go, Godzilla!